Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener on our private feed where you'll have ad-free episodes and join us in Zoom meetups to meet other listeners of our podcast community. Go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a Women in Tech Remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. Three, two, one. My name is Esprit Devora, host of the Women in Tech show. The show means a lot to me. The reason why I wanted to create the Women in Tech show is I wanted to create a positive piece of content, something where people can listen and say, if she can do it, so can I. Hey everyone, this is Diana Morgan. I am the head of community at the startup called Copy AI, where we specialize in AI copywriting. I am based in Los Angeles, California, You know, having a community role is never about consistency. Excuse me. There's different types of consistency. I think you have to show up, be present, and be around and available. And that type of consistency is really valued. But I think the projects, programs, and relationship building has to be on a constant cycle, you know? So maybe... I don't really do it by the day, but maybe Mondays are like my partnership outreach days. And then Tuesdays are my platform engagement days on the community platforms because, you know, it's kind of awkward if I'm constantly blasting them every day, right? (laughs) And maybe Wednesdays are my event days. Actually, Wednesdays are the days I've been doing going to meetups and stuff and in introducing myself, I guess, to other um, community members, especially during this welcome back to the world after COVID time. So (laughs) you just have to keep as an ongoing cycle. And I would say my weeks are more consistent than my days, if that makes sense. It's interesting. I batch up my days too. Like Mondays is a particular type of meeting, but not really, but I'll have meetings. Then Tuesday is my no meeting and focused on operations day. Wednesday is my official meetings day. Thursday and Friday are my podcast interview days. And so on Mondays and Tuesdays is typically like when I'm doing management or um, editing anything from the YouTube channel to overseeing the podcast episodes that, that are editing team does like like every day I'm fo- and then I also work on the weekends and every single day I I make space to prioritize self-care and I work on the weekends because it's like a creative endeavor. Like podcasting to me is me being an artist, writing is being an artist. So even though this is my work too, it's also how I express myself creatively. So yeah, batching, huge. (laughs) That's amazing. Not everybody knows what copy AI is. So what is copy AI and how should we be using it? Definitely. So Copy AI is a startup that launched around nine months ago. Uh, It started with our co-founders, Paul and Chris, where basically uh, they were very into GPT-2, GPT-3 coming out. And there's a lot of traction across the internet and the world about what the, the models that OpenAI was developing. So with the private beta access to OpenAI's uh, models, 
it launched a whole wave of GPT-3 startups to start, you know, coming up and a very niche type of startup in the world of, you know, SaaS and (laughs) software as well. So, and what GPT-3 is, it's natural language processing models where it can create human-like text. And so I believe it was originally for the use case of coding or, you know, you can, the computer can generate new types of code and, you know, software engineers can take the backseat a little bit, but a more practical everyday use case, uh, which is what Copy AI is achieving, is marketing copy or writing in general. So, for example, what you can do on our website, we have around 95 tools. We're about to hit 100, I think, of different prompts in which you can input something. So you could put a product description. So we could put uh, women in tech, uh, Esprit's podcast, <laughs> and say um, weekly podcast based about women in tech, you know, conquering the world. And it'll spit out 10 different versions of saying that and it'll add things. And, you know, since your podcast is public, it probably will pull things from the internet and already have some information you wouldn't have expected on there, right? The company started to take off because uh, the co-founders were very public about all of their numbers on Twitter. So their monthly recurring revenue, the user acquisition, just the quick traction was really amazing for, I think, a lot of tech Twitter, the tech community in general to see that. And so with their growing MRR, they decided to expand the team. But then what they realized is they need someone to deal with their big community online of not just that many users, but also the fans of just the company itself. So a little bit of background on Copy AI. Hey, this is Amanda Light, co-founder and director of growth at Nimbler.ai, an AI scheduling and communication platform based in Santa Monica. Yeah, we have, again, most of it's still virtual and we ju- we're just now starting the fundraising. So we've got a good network here. We participated in Stanford's StartX Accelerator and they have a pretty good community here. We're also part of Endeavor and they have a a decent sized community here as well. So we're fundraising everywhere, but ideally we really do want some VCs that are LA based because this is where we see ourselves long-term. And tell us more about Stardex and Endeavor. Like what are those programs and what does community in Los Angeles look like in relation to programs running outside of Los Angeles? It's essentially just people that I suppose have relocated down here. They're also based down here. So Stardex is like a, it's a three month program where you are actually at Stanford up in Palo Alto and uh, you know, it's an accelerator, so they're just helping you kind of perfect your your go-to-market strategy and things like that. And then Endeavor, I, my co-founders are the ones that are a part of, of the Endeavor network. Um, hopefully, I will be one day as well. <laughs> but that helps too, just for the connections. And that's um, more of like a business community. So they're really good with intros. And it, it's nice to have a lot of leads and folks that are especially focused on healthcare. But I need to pull my weight for the LA piece as well because I'm from here. <laughs> And why Santa Monica? I mean, there's so many little hubs happening in Los Angeles. Why Santa Monica? It seems the most collaborative to us, Santa Monica. And we've worked in Playa Vista. We've worked in a couple other areas. It's just the vibe that I get. Um, I I feel like it is pretty central, especially if you're going to be on the west side of LA, if that's what you're choosing. It's kind of the, the biggest hub on the west side and it's central to meet people and things like that. So we, we love Santa Monica and there's a lot happening. It's just a fun place to be too. Who is an LA tech company or person you've come across lately that's really impressed you? Somebody based in LA or a company based in LA? I love Headspace. 
Headspace mm-hmm. is based in LA and I just love their philosophy. A good friend of mine works there and they're always doing these great partnerships. And I just think now more than ever, the push for mental health. And I'm just a big fan of the app and I'm a big fan of the company. And I know that they're based in LA. So I'd love to get inside those that HQ for lunch one day. <laughs> totally. I, I'm a Headspace customer. Can you share yeah. with everybody a little bit about what Headspace is? Yeah. So it's a mental health. It's like a mental health meditation app, basically. So it's just quick ones. You put your earphones in and it can guide you through voice or quiet. And it just helps you. It's just an app that you have that helps you disconnect. And my personality is very go, go, go. I'm very type A. So meditation does not inherently go hand in hand with (laughs) me, but it has helped me um, just when you need to refocus and there's a lot of moving parts, there's a lot going on just to take that time out of your day and maybe get out of the four walls that you, if you're still working, the four walls that you're sleeping in, you're also working in. We need to get outside and we just need to, to refresh. And so, yeah, I really recommend the app if you haven't downloaded it yet. Hi, this is Lauren Wong, founder and CEO of The Flex Company. We're creating a more comfortable period for everyone. And I'm coming to you from Topanga, Sometimes like being an outsider, I think brings an advantage, like me being from Georgia, from a small town and like the struggle that I face as a child and as a teenager and everything that I went through in my life conditioned me super, super well to be an entrepreneur, right? All that struggle and strife and pain and heartache conditioned me for all the ups and downs of being, being a CEO and a startup CEO. So I think even though I didn't go to, you know, Stanford or Harvard or Haas or whatever, I don't have my MBA. Like it kind of gives me an advantage in some ways because I look at problems a little bit differently. And there's nothing wrong with going to those schools as well. They give you phenomenal training, um, but you don't you don't need a pedigree to right. be successful in business. Yeah, there's no one right path, but there is uh, a bad path when it comes to health um, that has afflicted a lot of women, and that's like yeast infections and toxic. How do you say it? Toxic? Toxic shock syndrome. Yeah. Toxic shock. Yeah. I've seen devastating things I was unaware of as a teenager and growing up. And then later when I would see YouTube videos, I'm like, thank goodness that didn't happen to me. Yeah. Flex, to my knowledge, like how I perceive it, guarantees that I won't have to deal with those misfortunes and take the risk of doing that to my body. Is that accurate? So I'm not allowed to say guarantee from, for like legal reasons, (laughs) but what I can tell you is we have made over 80 million discs and we, our discs have never been linked to TSS. Our cups have never been linked to TSS. Um, the, the thing about tampons and TSS and why tampons and tampons, I think by and large generally are pretty safe. So, uh, if you like follow instructions and you don't leave it in for too long and you use the proper absorbency you should be fine, generally speaking. Um, TSS is caused by a strain of staph bacteria that is, if it's found outside of your skin, it doesn't harm you. But if it gets um, in your bloodstream, it can harm you. And so when you put a tampon inside of your body, cotton is an organic material and an organic material can promote the growth of toxic bacteria And if you leave it in for too long and those bacteria, if you happen to have that bacteria on the tampon, or if you have like a small abrasion from the cotton going inside of your vagina, doesn't matter if it's a regular tampon or organic tampon, they're all cotton. That is what can promote the growth of that bacteria, which can lead to TSS. And I think on the yeast infection side, tampons don't cause yeast infections for everyone. They did cause yeast infections for me because 
they can disrupt the flora and like the pH of your vagina because you're basically holding the blood inside of your vaginal canal against your vaginal walls for hours on end versus a cup or a disc. It's collecting the fluid. It's not absorbing anything. It's made out of body safe materials that um, are used in all different types of medical devices, right? Over and over and over again in hospitals, like millions of people per day. And so we know that these materials don't promote the growth of that toxic bacteria. And that that's what makes the difference. And that's why you can wear this product for 12 hours. So it's disposable like a tampon, but it, you end up using two per day versus, you know, 18 to 21 tampons per cycle. So it creates a lot less waste as well. The Women in Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. And music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The Women in Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the Women in Tech podcast. To support the podcast and cheer us on, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener, go to womenintech.love, linked in the show notes.